0: Welcome back to another episode of the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip. I'm super stoked to have you listening to another episode. If you haven't, please make sure you like and subscribe to keep up to date with all things leadership, culture, and business related. But for now, let's get things started. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about a question I've been getting a little bit recently. I had the pleasure of... Being on a few different podcasts talking with a few different leaders about eq business and leadership and i've been asked a little bit recently why is team building important now if you haven't listened to our podcast before we are from premier team building an australian based leadership coaching and team building company and team building is our main focus and there's still definitely a lot of misconceptions about team building, so I thought I'd take an opportunity to discuss why businesses should do team building, why they're important, and how to get your money worth from your team building. I'll definitely be giving you some tips on how to get your money's worth to make your investment worthwhile and to uh, really see the benefits from your, your business and from your investment within team building. So the first thing that you really need to understand is if you've reached the point where you've employed people, you have admitted weakness in a good way, but you need to understand that you've already admitted to being weak in a really good way. What you've said is you cannot do it on your own anymore. That is what employing people means. You reach a point within your business where you realize That the demand for your product and service is so high that you as an individual can no longer keep up with the demand, maintain customer satisfaction, and deliver excellence. You've admitted that you cannot do it. So, you were smart and said, hey, you want a job? And you find some people who believe in what you do and they've been brought onto your team. That's showing weakness because if you were so macho, like so many leaders think they are, or I shouldn't say leaders because they're not leaders, but so many you know business managers and business owners, if you were so macho, you'd be doing this all on your own, but you can't. So by having a team, you've admitted that you need people, that you rely on them, that you cannot do it on your own. And this is a big factor in team building. This is a a message that we try to get across to all of our clients, be it our coaching or our exciting team events, that you need your team. And if you didn't, you wouldn't have them. If you could do it all on your own, you probably would, but you can't, so you need to rely on them. So you need to respect them for that. So for you to really understand what team building is, you need to also understand what it is not. Team building definitely has a very outdated, at least here in Australia, a very outdated sense of what it is to many people. We envision singing kumbaya, holding hands, dancing around a fire, and just, you know, doing what some people might call hippy dippy stuff. That's not what team building is. While it might look goofy, And abstract and weird and fun, there is hidden messages and stories and morals through it all. But it is not some hippy-dippy, wacky, uh, always-about-trust falls and group hugs. No, we don't do that kind of stuff. Team building has purpose, and team building is very important to the actual success of an organization. So then, if team building is not dance around a fire, sing kumbaya, group hugs and mud baths, not some hippy dippy stuff, then what is it? Well, so team building first and foremost has to be fun and engaging. We personally try to avoid being heavy handed with what we're actually trying to teach you. So we never approach a group or an activity saying, we're going to focus on your communication skills. We don't do that everything is done through story and through game think of it this way if you reflect back to when you were younger and in school you had a fantastic class with one of your teachers and at the end of your lesson you're like hey wait a minute they taught me something all those stories and fun games we were playing actually had a lesson in there you son of a you you taught me something well, that is what team building is like. You should experience a fantastic program that guides you in a direction to reach results. Now, team building can be a half day, a full day, it could be a mul- multiple days, but it should ultimately target certain skills that you have outlined as a need for development. When you start looking at doing team building events, you should really address your needs and your goals. A good facilitating company should find out who you are, who your clients are, who your team is and really want to address relevant skills. When you have a cafe and a call center, for example, they both need to have good communication skills. However, a cafe needs to rely on verbal and body language because they interact in person. Whereas a call center, it's all about the words. Body language means nothing. For all you know right now, I could be laying in my hammock in my backyard on a podcast, but the words I'm using are the key points to get my message across to you. So when we do these team building activities, we need to make sure that the delivery is relevant to the recipient, and that's what a good facilitating company will do through their fun games will make sure that whatever message they are trying to focus on is relevant and on point to you one of the things that kind of gets to me is when clients don't tell us what they really need and this is a huge thing about getting value from your programs When you start looking into investing in a team building, you need to know what your goals and objectives are before you've even talked to a team building company. You need to look at the year ahead and say, what do I need to do? Where do we need to go? Where are we lacking? What are our issues? And then you need to come to a team building company. I always recommend ignoring the programs because you can get lost in the fun of it all and say, here are the issues we are having. This is what we need to see, improve. These are the goals and objectives we have. Can you address these needs? Yes or no? It's a simple answer. Yes, I can definitely fix these problems, work with you to solve these, these issues. How would I do it? I would do it through the, one of the following programs, depending on your time and budget restraints. These are some good options. You should always tell them exactly what you need because in the end if you're not happy with the results you're going to have a bad experience and you're just going to paint an entire industry in that same light. I'm sure most of us have had a first vehicle that sucked. Um, Probably was not the very best vehicle and chances are it broke down on us because it was a first car. But did we stop using an industry because of our bad experience? Did we stop buying cars altogether? No, we probably got new ones and took better care of the other ones and really vocalized our needs to the salesman when we told them what we actually needed because now we know what we don't want. That's the same way as you should approach team building or or any coaching. Say, this is what I need. Can you deliver yes or no? And hopefully you're working with a reputable company that will say, yes, we can do the following things. And this is where you start getting the value from your team blame. It starts with you being honest and upfront about where you need to see the improvements within your team. Now, we ourselves do a free assessment for every team. We get some feedback of who they are, who their clients are, their issues. We do some research and say, hey, these are the areas that we would recommend you focus on also based on the struggles you've been having we'd also focus on these skills here's how we would do it through the following programs give you the client some options but it's only by having this open communication with your supplier you're going to get the benefits of having the team building really impact your end results now team building itself should have some very basic core skills flowing through it all this should always be fun should always be engaging You should focus on, you know, the community itself, building those connections, and then whatever skills you need them to focus on afterwards. But the real benefit comes down the line when your team goes back to the workplace and you start putting these skills into action. By building a community and resolving some of these issues, you're actually going to find your team is going to be a better unit altogether. They're going to trust one another better have more effective communication, better customer service. They'll understand how to address problems more effectively. Their problem solving will be much better as well. These are all some outcomes that you can expect and should be getting from your team building activities. And if you're in business, I'm sure you're already understanding the benefits of having skills like that within your team. When you have these team members coming back more effective, money starts rolling through the door. If you have people who are happy in the workplace, who are feeling motivated and appreciated because you've done some team building activities, the group's more connected, they're going to deliver better customer service, meaning more sales, more repeat business, more word of mouth. If they're happy and motivated, they're less likely to quit. Well, we recently did a video and, you know, an average cost to hire somebody is around $5,000. That's just simply how much it costs to post an ad and review some applications however some other studies show it's twenty to sixty thousand dollars of impact a business can have uh in loss for every person they need to replace we're talking about downtime lack of productivity production time being slow training you know all these other factors So if we stick with the $20,000, we're all of a sudden at $25,000 is the cost per person you need to replace. A team building event for 20 people three times a year could be around seven and a half grand altogether. So it's a lot cheaper if you actually look after your team and have people stay on board. The more people who leave your employee, the more it costs your company in countless ways. It's not something you can necessarily go to your account and say, hey, when Timmy quit, how much did it cost me? But we can start looking at things and say, all right, well, productivity, sales dropped here, here, and here. Sales eventually went up. Well, that's three months after we replaced Timmy. We got something new in. And we see these peaks in our sales. And you can start piecing together the value. We got to look between the lines. It takes some time. But these are some actual numbers from some other companies who've done their own internal studies to say how much it costs them. So this is a little bit of the value of why team building is important. If you're able to reduce your staff turnover, you can be saving yourself $25,000 annually just on replacing one person. But imagine if you're having to replace five people annually. If you can reduce those numbers, you can be saving tons of money. But also your productivity goes up because people are happier when they're at work and you know, they're more motivated, they're doing better customer service, problem solving is better, and all of those extra hours of having to deal with personal issues with, between employees drops drastically because you have a team and everyone's able to actually communicate effectively. And these are the skills you should be learning through your team building activities. But how do we work on these skills? How does team building, how do these abstract games get our point across? Well, it definitely takes a skilled facilitator and a person who's good at storytelling because team building has a good story through it all. We'll do a program called Warp Speed. And the principle is very simple. We have everyone stand shoulder to shoulder in a circle and we have a tennis ball. It's all we need. Nothing fancy, just a basic tennis ball. And we say we need to pass this tennis ball around the group as fast as possible. Now, the catch is, you need to call the person's name you're throwing it to, and you need to remember who threw it to you, because we're going to repeat the process. And then we time this experience. So everyone throws it back and forth, calling each other's names. I right, say, fantastic. How long does that take us? Some groups will take a minute. Fantastic. How can we get faster at this? This is where the facilitation, this is where the magic happens. It's by asking some simple questions like how can we improve on this that allows us to tap into the team's problem-solving skills and allows us to weed out those who are just loud voices and find those hidden leaders. We allow the groups to practice this experience a few times again and again, trying to get faster times. Through a program like this, we're able to address problem-solving skills We're able to talk about reviewing experiences, you know, your after action reports, you know, how did that work? What worked? What did not work? How can we improve for next time? Fantastic. Let's continue on. And just by simply throwing a ball around the circle, we're able to build a connection. Everyone, if you have a new team, gets to learn each other's names. And you get to hear people voice their ideas and discuss why maybe an idea might not work. Paul might say, we should throw it harder. And Sally might say, you know, Paul, you can't throw or Paul, you can't catch. So that's not going to help us going faster. Maybe we try to reorganize ourselves. Fantastic. You know, we try different things to see how we can speed the process up. Trial and error is experienced through a program as such. And all we've used is a tennis ball. This is where sometimes certain companies can get caught up in the the fancy aspect of it. You need to be careful that when you're doing team building, that the message is not being overshadowed by the medium. What I mean by this is you do not want to go and do something super flashy that it overshadows the activity. A perfect example is bubble soccer. Bubble soccer has no team building value. I'm sorry if you love bubble soccer, it's fun, I'll give you that, but there is zero value in it. Within 30 seconds, the only thing we wanna see is if I hit you, how far do we both bounce? There's no value in it and that's the main focus. So you wanna make sure that whatever you choose to do that actually is relevant and relates to your goals and has real value to you. So don't go just buy fancy things and fancy experiences. Because there might not be any actual value to you and your team in that process. So team building activities should definitely not be done at your end of year party. The reason being is, as I've alluded through the podcast and addressed, team building activities focus on development of skill. While they bring your team together and make for a great community and help you bond, they are, in essence, training. You are Trying to improve your team. Why would you do something like that when you're meant to be celebrating? Consider it this way: it's like running a marathon, crossing the finish line, and then choosing to train for the marathon you just ran. You're doing it backwards. A great thing for end-of-year parties is team bonding experience. A team bonding experience is like playing bubble soccer. Good fun, but zero you know value. You're not focused on developing skills. Team building experiences always include bonding. However, there are also some key skills and foundation you're trying to actually develop as part of your day. This is why we recommend team building programs to be done throughout the year. Roughly every quarter is one of our recommendations. Consider it like taking your vehicles to get serviced or going to the chiropractor. We're trying to eliminate any breakdown. We're trying to maintain excellence. And that's what team building does. It's your regular service. If you neglect your machinery, it's going to break down. It's not going to work as effectively. You lose money and you lose time. This is why we service equipment regularly. It's why we go to the doctors. It's why we go to the chiropractor. It's not saying anything is wrong with our team. That's one of the other big misconceptions. People think you do team building, there must be something wrong. Well, no, team building is to ensure we don't have anything wrong. Team building is much cheaper if you do it regularly because you have less problems. You're not having to do some major rebuilds through your entire departments and teams because things have gotten so bad. But we need to make sure that we look after our team and develop them throughout the year to maintain that level of success. That way, at the end of the year, we celebrate all of our successes that we've set out, planned for, and achieved through our hard work and through the team building experiences and through our leadership coaching. So as I get near the end of this podcast today, I hope you get a better idea of why team building is important. It's fun. It's engaging. Make sure that whoever you go with, be it from your team building or someone in your own country or a different supplier, tell them what you need. Don't be shy. They can't do their job without you telling them what you need it's kind of like walking mcdonald's and giving them ten dollars and expecting them to know your order tell them what you want i want this i don't want pickles i want extra onion i want ketchup i don't want barbecue sauce tell them what you want because you deserve to get the product you need team building activities fun engaging a little bit out there but they have real benefit to your team. You'll see a lot of financial gains by reducing your staff turnover and improving your quality of life for your staff. It also helps you relax more as a boss. If your team's working more effectively, then you don't have to worry and you're stressing a whole lot less as well. Also, it's something you should be done regularly to make sure you maintain excellence. Team building is done to maintain excellence. I can't stress that point enough. Stop using it to fix your problems because you're being too reactive. Use team building to ensure you don't have problems. Stay ahead of the curve. And remember, don't do it at the end of the year because you're celebrating while you're trying to fix problems. The messages are mixed. You'll definitely have more issues because of that. And make sure you do it all together. This is the final little tip I wanna give you. If you're the manager and you approach a team building company and say, these are the things I want and they don't make you join or really request that you join part of this, they're not the best supplier. You need, if you're part of the team, you need to be present. You will learn so much about yourself and from your team by being part of these activities that's really gonna impact your business. Team building is key. I, I can't stress it enough. I've worked with teams all around the globe, small, big, young, old. Team building is what you do when you're serious about success, serious about succeeding. As I said at the start of the podcast, you admitted that you were not strong enough to do everything on your own. You had to rely on other people. What would happen if your team broke down and they all left you? You'd be all on your own and you've already admitted that you cannot do it on your own. Because you hired people. So check your ego out the door. Look for the right people to support your team. And really invest in your team. Because they're the ones that are going to carry you through this. And they're the ones that are going to make your business pop. And bring you all that money and success that we all want in our business. So thank you once again for listening to the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast podcast. You can find us on all the major platforms at Premier Team Building. Look for the Wolf logo. We are absolutely everywhere. Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're across it all. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to be part of our podcast, if you have questions you want answered, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And the most important thing, remember, you got this.